Boom. All right. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris. On my left-hand side is my right-hand man, Gabriel. We got some shadows. We have to aim it to oh, the light. You got to aim those shadows oh. to the light. You got to bring your shadows <laughs> to the light. They can't be shadows, or maybe they would be shadows because they're to the light. This is a very <laughs> deep question. Uh, but today on Rock Metal Podcast, we have Unknown Refuge. They've just released some new singles. And right now I'm being joined by what I'm told is the entire band, Beer in Hand, to share some more information about what they've got going on. Uh, a couple of tracks off of their debut album is going to be coming up, so more information about that. Boys, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Absolutely great to have you boys on. Now, I guess my first question is uh, take us through this album because we released a couple of singles i guess my question is amidst coronavirus is this the marketing plan you guys are delaying the release of the album release some singles to build momentum or was this the plan already yeah um, we went into recording well we were meant to go into recording before the whole coronavirus thing but that got put off for a few months so um we then finally got into recording when lockdown restrictions were lifted so we got all that done, and now it's just we're releasing singles for now, and then when the government gives the go-ahead with all gigs, we want to be able to do an album launch gig for when we officially release the album, which is hopefully early next year. Okay. Yeah, you guys are- yeah, yeah. So we got like when the album's out, we can gig a bit because we don't really want to. It's not really a good time now, so just stop bringing out singles. You know, maybe to you know smoothing out the process, so we get it out. You know, in time for it. Yeah, so the album launch is kind of a moving or floating target at this point. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna fluctuate early twenty twenty one. We've not put a set set date on it yet. Okay. Okay, perfect. Now you mentioned you guys went into recording when the lockdown restrictions were lifted. So take us through that process. Did you guys then have more time to focus on maybe the writing of the songs before you went into the studio, or did anything change as a result of having to wait for lockdown restrictions to be lifted? Yeah, the writing of the songs was already underway and we pretty much had the album already there. We decided we were going to get into the uh, the studio to record and then lockdown came about. So everything was just put on delay. So we were kind of just waiting around, doing bits of our own practice, whatever, bits of writing and stuff like that. And then they got lifted and um, the guy that we recorded with at Axis Studios said... Look, we know it's a bit of a rough time at the minute. I'm going to do the first couple of weeks at a discounted price. And we're all like, right, are we all free? Yeah, yeah, we're all free. Buzzing. And we just got in there as soon as we could. Well, discounted prices are definitely good. I wonder why he did that. Maybe somebody died in the studio previously. and <laughs> I think it was more to do with building up business again. But I, I, <laughs> So I'm not 100%. After hearing Jack play guitar, I can't, I'm not surprised someone died in there. <laughs> well now is this the studio that you guys were in for the music video to the light no um that was actually in our rehearsal room the music video for to the light okay uh now i guess maybe take us through uh this music video because you have a lyric video for to the light and then you have a music video in your rehearsal space uh for to the light why do you guys like this song so much um, because it was our it was our debut single, so we kind of wanted to kind of 
push the single as much as possible. So I'll release a few videos over the next few weeks, well, the weeks after we released it. Um, and I think that kind of helped us get the 10,000 streams on Spotify, which was a very big thing for us. Um, so we're doing, well, we've got a lyric video planned for Shadows, which will be coming out over the next few weeks. So, yeah, we've got a few more singles planned, which we're probably going to do videos for as well. We just think it's a good way to kind of gain a bit of traction to the pages. Mm-hmm. Now, you got a teaser up right now, at time of recording anyway, a teaser up for, for Shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess take us through that as, as, uh, as a marketing, um, what you would call, plan. Uh, what are you guys hoping to do with the teaser? Well, that's the teaser that's on Facebook at the moment isn't actually for the lyric video. That was just one for a bit of the track that we wanted to put up. We received one of the draft copies today of the final lyric video. So over the next few days, we will be getting a proper teaser up for the lyric video. Okay, very cool stuff. Now, going back into the uh, studio time for the record, is it self-produced and then this guy just uh, did the recording did you do the mixing did you do the mastering um because you guys have a really good sound on your record so i'm curious uh the, the process it. behind that he did it all yeah so we recorded there in a few days and then it was sort of mixing as he went along and then he obviously spent a day at the end just fully going for everything asking us what we wanted we said we wanted a bit more low end and yeah and he mixed it and mastered it yeah and we're proud of it. We're very proud of it. <laughs> Beautiful. Now, I guess from uh, that perspective, when the restrictions were lifted and you went into the studio and did all the recording and everything, um, did you guys then have a plan that has since been changed? I know we're kind of keep going back to the whole coronavirus thing, but um, what, I guess what was the plan from there? Um. With going into the studio, when obviously we knew coronavirus was quite a serious and big thing then, um, so we were kind of just playing it by ear at the time. Like there was a few times where we were a bit like, "Oh, are we able to go to the studio? Are we not?" But we were able to in the end. But now it's just we're waiting for the heads up from the government to say, "Right, live music venues can open," and then our plan is to just gig it as much as possible. Just get out there all over the country, wherever. Just do what we can to get out there. Okay, perfect. Now, I'm reading the write-up because uh, the write-up that I received for uh, Shadows is about a person who was under the influence trying to find his way home. And then whilst under the influence, he turns into the worst version of himself. So is this a concept record about fighting demons or is this like a one-track thing? Um, well, Shadows is kind of a one-track thing. It's like a modern perspective on what a lot of people go through. There's a lot of, um, a lot of the songs on the, uh, on the album are about fighting with different things, whether it be, you know, like demons and that, whether it be dragons, depending on the song. Um, it's kind of, yeah, exactly. It's just... It's stuff that I'm inspired by and that um, when I'm writing the lyrics, it comes to mind. And uh, it's it follows a few different storylines across the album, but I'd say they're kind of standalone as well. It's not like you can listen to one in the middle and not know what's going on. Okay. Fighting with different things, demons, dragons, trying to open a jar. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, oh man, if only, if only I had a refuge from this jar that I just can't open. <laughs> but Django, Django. Well, the funny thing is, you know, as you guys wrote these lyrics and, and this, this concept, turning into the worst version of yourself, uh, is that in reaction to what's going on now in the world? Or did you write that beforehand? And, and I'm kind of looking at what's happened so far with 2020 and going, well, that's kind of odd. And eerie that, you know, a lot of people have turned into the worst versions of themselves this year. Um, it was written beforehand. I can see how um, how people could interpret it that way. But it was written probably almost a year before coronavirus like, came about. Um, there are a few different things. Like, we, we've already started writing some new tracks. And there are things you know referencing coronavirus that are going into these songs some of the stuff that we've uh, all been through some of the stuff that's going on with government and what have you uh, and that is referencing some of the newer stuff that they're writing but the older stuff by the time that we got on into the studio the songs were pretty much written they were there so we recorded what we had now and now we're working on the new stuff that we came up with during the lockdown period Mm-hmm. Are you guys able to take us maybe through a bit of that, what the new writing looks like or sounds like, what the plan uh, might be? Yeah, um, we've got one track like done. We just need to put some words to it and kind, kind of find the melody sort of thing. Um, and we've got a few new riffs that we're working with. Um, that we've all kind of come up with over lockdown. Maybe I've come up with a little drum part sort of thing that we can all start working with towards some new songs. But um, we just, at the moment, we want to get this album launch out of the way, then see how that goes. And then if we can get a bit of money behind us, why not go for album two as soon as possible? Mm-hmm. You mentioned getting a bit of money behind you, and I just finished chatting with a band who did crowdfunding uh, and was able to raise roughly 12,000 euro for uh, their their album release. Is that something you guys would consider? Um, I'm not sure, really. Um, we've self-funded this album, but with promo-wise and everything, we've had a lot of help from a lot of other people and friends that we know in the business around our area. Um, but it's some, um, something we wouldn't say no to, but it's not something we've thought in depth about yet. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Now, I'm listening again to the track Shadows. Obviously, we can chat some more about To The Light. Um, different kinds of hard rock, I guess you could say. Something, a vibe I really get from Shadows, and this might show my age, uh, is like Load Reload era Metallica. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, we've had um, a lot of people saying it sounds like Pantera, Marilyn Manson. Which- I can see that. If you slow down Beautiful People by Marilyn Manson, you got that right there. Yeah, it's kind of a, <laughs> it's something that just came because um, when we wrote it, it was just, I don't really know. It was just something that came naturally. And yeah, we, we just enjoyed the feel of like that slow, bouncing, driving rock. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the funny thing is, you know, because I'm obviously uh, meaning it as a compliment. You guys, just by looking at you, you seem very, very young. Uh, so I find it interesting that you guys have jumped into uh, a style of music, arguably, that maybe was before your time. 
Well, yeah, but it's Wait, what we all love huh? listening to and playing, so... <laughs> I mean, I hope, I hope it comes back, to be honest, because obviously it's more associated with people who were born a lot earlier, but, you know, Rocky's sort of coming back. Like, I mean, Slipknot, like, the other months, you know, they released an album and got in the top ten above Ed Sheeran. It's, you know I mean? It is, it's making a move, to be fair, towards younger people. That's kind mm-hmm. of what we want to help do as well, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that brings up a really good question, then, is it sounds like... You know, because back in the day, uh, the rock metal attitude was, you know, taking over the world. That was pretty much the rock metal attitude uh, from Elvis to the Beatles all the way up to, speaking of Metallica, that was their whole thing. We're going to take over the world. Um, and I guess I'm kind of missing that from rock bands these days. Um, is that something you guys are looking to bring back as well? That sort of that chutzpah, that attitude? Well, contribute, yeah, bring it out, bring it back. There's a lot of great bands on the UK scene at the moment that us lot have had the pleasure of live. Um, bands like Massive Wagons, Revival Black. Um, there was a band called Bigfoot who split up, who were brilliant. Gorilla Riot. There's um, the UK rock and metal scene is doing really well, and there's so many class bands on it. And we just hope that it can bring rock back because it's slowly coming there. It's slowly coming. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, keep an eye on your boobs. Yeah, well, <laughs> no worries. <laughs> I I could ask him some questions too if he wants. Uni accommodation, there, Jack. <laughs> uh, Beautiful. Now you guys mentioned that you guys are writing some some new songs about uh, coronavirus, some things that you've experienced. I guess maybe take us through that. What have you guys experienced, and how are you translating that into uh, music? Well, a lot of us. We're out of work or at home because colleges and unis were closed and that. So it's kind of about the isolation and it's kind of about the frustration with some of the, the lack of knowledge that's coming about. Like at first, it was kind of clear set as to what was going on. And in the recent months, it's kind of been a bit all over the place as to what the rules are, what's happening, whether or not it should be happening. So it's kind of a lot, a lot of it's about the confusion based around something that's so massive yet it doesn't seem very clear as to what is actually going on it's such a big thing that no one's 100 percent sure about yeah you mentioned a big word there confusion and um there's interestingly enough not just about the virus but there's a lot going on especially in the uk right now uh politically as as well uh and it seems like there's some things that uh, the prime minister, I believe, of the UK has gone back on um, a few times that may also yeah, be, yeah. be, you know, be leading to some confusion. So I guess it's a very tumultuous ch- uh, time for everybody. But I know in the UK, from what I've read in the news, there's quite a bit uh, going on right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Politically, we try and stay out of it, but yeah. a general kind of the impression that we're getting is no one really has a clue what's going on, whether it be the government, the police, any parties involved, local authorities, even the people, the workers don't really know what the next step is. So it's kind of about, kind of about that. If you know what I mean? Yeah. No one signed up for it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't sign up for this. (laughs) (laughs) Bloody hell. Somebody buggered my onions. (laughs) Somebody went and buggered me onions. 
for me, the, the whole situation at the moment is just a bit like, well, there's no set way to deal with a pandemic. So we what, what do you do? Nobody knows what to do and what's best to do and all this stuff. So I'm just kind of going with the flow at the moment. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, we have uh, our chief medical officer for the, the provinces and then we have uh, the one for the federal level. Um, and uh, her name is Teresa Tam, and she came out recently and said, no, 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 you guys can do Halloween, just follow the rules, and we just kind of all thought, like, right, like, who's, we all know what to do, but how many of us are choosing explicitly to not follow the rules, and I think that's even an interesting uh, concept to write about, that people do, they are being told what to do, um, but they see that as a violation of their rights. Yeah, um, I don't, I'm not sure. It's just, it's as a band, it's polit politics is something we kind of want to stay away from because we don't want to, I don't know if scare fans off is the word, but it's just something we don't really want to get into, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because people, people agree with you and people disagree with you and the people who disagree will be, will be like straight off you a bit. That's, that's why I don't really see the part of politics in bands. Especially like mm. indie, it's very like left wing, and it's like you know people will agree with you, and then some of your fans will disagree with you, and they might not like you because of that. So I just I don't see the point to be honest. I think let people have their own opinion. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. All right, well, is there anything that I did not ask about that you guys were hoping I would ask? Like, man, I really wish John would ask this question, and he didn't. Um, how good is Harry at guitar? <laughs> how yeah. good is Harry oh. at guitar? Go on, Harry. Do you want to answer that question, Lance? He's okay. He's okay. He's not. Yeah. He's nothing special, but he, he gets I, by. I feel like Harry's not spoken up yet. So go on, Harry. Have your Well, um, I don't know. I mean, I've not been in the band too long, so. <laughs> so uh, Harry's answering the question on how good Harry is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, here's, making making sense. <laughs> here's an interesting question. I'm watching a music video for To the Light. I don't see Harry. Yeah, he joined well, yeah I've, I've only been in the band um, a few months, so I wasn't in when all that was done. So, Okay, is that changing the landscape, the sonic landscape, for the new music that's being written? Yes. Um, yes, but yeah. We, when we wrote most of the, well, when we wrote all of the songs on the album, we were a four-piece. But um, our old rhythm guitarist left to go live with his girlfriend in Slovakia. So oh, That's a yeah. bass player move. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll have less of that thank you very much <laughs> but yeah um, so when Sam left it was kind of just like alright lockdown's happening now let's just kind of get this album recorded as a three cause, so Jack can do rhythm as well on the record and then let's start looking for someone so we put a few adverts out and then we, fi we finally met Harry and we gelled with him straight away we're into the same sort of stuff, and he's now our best mate. Aww. Aww. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to cry too. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Uh, okay, well then I guess that concludes that. Other than I could just ask, Harry, how do you like it in the band? But I think you said that you do like it. Um, and yeah, then I guess... Yeah, well, I I guess, so far, yeah. And then I guess my other question is, uh, you know, getting two guitar players together can often be like, you know, two male hamsters in a cage. Um, <laughs> especially one that plays guitar solos more than we hear uh, vocals. So, 
Yeah. What? Oh, it's dead, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey guys, watch this. I can. Oh, you want to say it again? <laughs> I think that's your right to like the guitars before about three solos. I was like, oh, you know what? Then I'll just, you know, I'll take them. Yeah. You know, not an hour, am I? Why not? Vocals are just time in between guitar solos. We know that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) All right. Um, Well, then, boys, it was great to have you on. I just want to thank you for coming on. And uh, yeah, looking forward to. the debut album and then for what you guys have coming down the pipeline brilliant thank you for having us thank you yeah brilliant cheers